three, two, and a three, two, one. Hit it. Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you wanna prove them wrong and take control of yourself. Welcome, sisters, to another episode of the podcast. Welcome, sisters. And today is actually a little bit of not a little bit. Tali, don't kill me. Uh, today's a, today is a special day. It was actually our first date that me and Tali ever went on. Yes. On June seventeenth. <laughs> <laughs> well, he looks at his calendar. On June seventeenth, twenty sixteen. Five years ago today. Yeah. We went on our first date. Yeah. Well, now you know what day we're recording this podcast when you hear this in the future. But yeah, this is June 17th right now. And well, time. how has the last five years been? It's been fun. Well, forget the last five years. We already had our anniversary. We've enjoyed it. But how was the first date when you look back on it? You know what? I love this because when people ask about our first date, I mean, it's one of those stories where... Like, I was so uncomfortable. It was basically a blind date. We met on Tinder. For anyone who hasn't heard us talk about Tinder yet, you should seriously sponsor this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We met on Tinder and we went on our first date and Sirak wanted to go to dinner. And I typically go out for drinks. I would go out for drinks with Typically, it sounds like you have a plan with your Tinder dates. Because I didn't know them. Like, why would I go all the way to dinner, you know? And the funny thing was Tallinn wanted to talk on the phone like You're before crazy. she was like oh could you call me we could talk on the phone like, a little bit why wouldn't you like, want to talk on the phone i don't even know you and i'm going to talk on the phone with you <laughs> to this day he doesn't like to talk i on hate the phone. talking on the phone most guys don't like talking on the phone i don't like to i mean talk about how's my day and with my i don't do that with my guy friends i don't do that with my <laughs> family and now i'm going to talk to a random girl i don't even know on the phone but you invited me at 10, 11 p.m. in bed. <laughs> what am I, a teenager or a teenage girl? Like I mean, I just wanted to hear your voice. We went on a dinner date. I didn't know you. It was blind, basically. Do you know how scary that is for a person? That's what most dates are like. That's crazy. <laughs> I liked going to like get a drink and just you know test the water. Is he cool? Is he not cool? And then decide if I want to get dinner. But that's fine. It all worked out. Here we are, married. <laughs> so, so the I re- first date though <laughs> I remember I remember sitting in front of the restaurant yeah. and there was no one there I had you know there was a ballet in front of the restaurant I ballet my car I sat in front of the restaurant waiting for you to walk up because I, I was like where else am I gonna sit so I felt like such a loser okay I felt so like I was like... You were just sitting in front of the restaurant. What else were you supposed to do? I don't know. Sitting by myself, just like staring at the street, thinking, what the hell did I get myself into? Who yeah. is this person? <laughs> Whatever. And then and then you walked up, or shall I say, like, jauntily, like, ran up the stairs. Yeah, it was like a little bit of stairs. And like, I don't know. I just didn't walk up. I just like jogged up the jogged stairs. Up like, the I was st- Rocky. And, you know, when he's in Philadelphia, he's going up the stairs. And then he looks back down. He's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't do that part. Did we hug? Yeah, we hugged. Yeah, I said we hi. A little hug. Hello. We said hi, hello. 
Sirak was very quiet on our first date, if you yeah. can imagine this. And the reason why is because the week before I was on an airplane and on the airplane, for some reasons, you know, when you go up in the air and you're like your ears pop and then they kind of like pop back or like, yeah. you know, it, it, like there's a weird thing with your ear and then you kind of like swallow your spit or whatever and it kind of yeah. goes away. Well, for me, it didn't go away. Yeah. For whatever reason, for two weeks, my ears like didn't pop. Like basically it felt like I was like at 30,000 feet in the air and my ears were full. So I couldn't hear he for like two weeks. So on our first date, I was the loud one and yeah. he was quiet. I was so quiet and I couldn't hear anything she was saying. And I it remember at, at one point something fell in the opposite. kitchen, like, or sorry, sorry, something fell in the restaurant, like yeah. a piece of glass and it broke. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, wow, what was that? And and then you looked at me, you're like, that's like the sixth time that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> I also remember I, I had told you I'm gluten and dairy free on the first yeah. day and you ordered me a gluten-free drink in a gold pineapple cup. That's right. And then you That's bought right. me a pineapple cup later. Yeah. <laughs> like on in the future. But most people are probably wondering how was that like with the PCOS, you know, explaining yeah. the diet and stuff. But I don't really, when I look back at it, I do know you told me you had, you were gluten and dairy-free the first date. And I don't remember exactly if you said you had PCOS or not the first date. I know no. we talked about it more intensively later on. But I remember when you told me about gluten and dairy, I was like... <sighs> It piqued my interest yeah. because I was really, I've a always been into health and I was, I've been into a lot of research about gluten because I was already looking into quitting gluten and dairy from yeah. podcasts that I was listening to. So it was interesting. It was. It was match made in heaven. It really was. And I'm glad I put myself out there. And even though I felt awkward standing in front of that restaurant, which I will never forget that feeling of being so vulnerable, it was so worth it. And yeah. if anyone is out there dating. Okay. Yeah. Don't give up. Absolutely. Keep swiping. Yeah. Put yourself out there because, you know, that is key. Like just putting yourself out there. 100%. Yeah. I mean, before I found Talian, I was like, I don't know who I'm going to find that's going to be right for me. I just, I felt <laughs> like I was never going to be able to find the right person. And then, you know, lo and behold, I found the one. Oh my God, this is so cheesy, Talian. <laughs> we might as well be having dairy on this podcast right now. <laughs> but, um, no, it's not, that. no, it's not a good joke. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of times things in life don't come easy, right? So like yeah. telling you were in that uncomfortable situation when you were waiting in front of a restaurant. I mean, it's not that big of a deal if you it's ask really me. It's really not that big of a deal. But you know, it's, you there's going to be uncomfortable. You dialogue in your head. You're like, yeah. what am I doing here? Who is this guy? Everyone's exactly. looking at me. Nobody was there. There's, <laughs> there's always going to be uncomfortable situations, but those are the situations that greatness comes out of, you know? Yeah, like the uncomfort. Mm -hmm. That's where when you get through it, you can kind of come out out of the other end, like, you know, feeling better. True. I think that relates to a lot of PCOS journey stories too. Yeah. Making ourselves a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of, let's go into today's episode, which is all about PCOS and acne. Yes. This is one of the most hated symptoms of PCOS. Yeah. And it affects a large percentage of us women with PCOS and it's just something that we can't ignore. Like it yeah. stares at us in the mirror. We stare at it in the mirror and it's on our faces. And yeah, it's very painful and like emotionally painful. And, you know, I remember my face would ache from how much cystic acne I had. Mm -hmm. um, and it is just one of those symptoms with PCOS that can really tear down your confidence 
So um, with that being said, we are going to talk about lots of tips and talk about what the heck is even happening with our acne, like what is happening underneath, because that really motivates us to make a change. Yeah, we're going to talk about the root causes. We're going to talk about supplements and basically diet and lifestyle approaches to help you reverse that PCOS acne. But let's start with what is happening? What is actually happening, babe, when with this acne? So with acne, your acne is this outward manifestation of the inner inflammation in your body. It's and that's combined with elevated levels of androgens, which are predominantly male hormones, right? So just to break that down, because that was a, a little confusing for me. I was like, the manifestation. It's just manifest. It's the it, insides yeah. coming out. Yeah, it's yeah. the base, the result of the inflammation that's happening inside the body, yeah. but coming out to show you on the outside of your skin. Exactly. Right? And that's combined with the elevated androgens such as testosterone. Mm-hmm. Is, am I understanding that mm-hmm. right? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, when you combine inflammation with high androgens, it's a recipe for hirsutism and one of the symptoms of hirsutism being acne. Yeah. Um, and then there's facial hair, hair loss, this, that. But yeah. we're going to focus on acne here because we women with PCOS, we're more susceptible to acne. The bacteria on our skin is different. The sebum, the oil that pr- protects our skin is also unique. Mm-hmm. And it just as a result of the inflammation and um, the PCOS, that's basically driving the physiological aspect of our skin to mm-hmm. change. Okay. So um, I'm like, point, I'm, at, I'm showing CDAC <laughs> with my hand. <laughs> But with that being said, acne can kind of be a blessing because then you're, you know, you have inflammation, like your body is literally telling you here, chronic inflammation. So immediately, you know that you should be reframing, um, your lifestyle, your diet and how you really look at acne, because we can prevent a lot of other serious conditions down the road if we pay attention and treat the root causes of the PCOS and the acne. And a lot of us, like we feel like, and I'm one of those, I was one of those people and I still kind of get sucked into it. Um, You know, you want to buy all the nice creams and lotions and tonics. And like, I, at one point would spend as much money as it would take, like to fix my skin. I don't care. Like, give me the magic cream. But there isn't one. It's like one of the biggest industries is basically skin products. And it's because so many people they want to improve acne or other mm-hmm. you know other features that they may want to improve yeah. yeah and you honestly like i mean i'm sure there are products that can help but at the same time you want to treat the root of the issue and yeah. Yeah. sometimes you can get like trapped and sucked into all these different products like just walk into sephora the bottles are beautiful mm-hmm. you know they makes it seem like it's clean and organic and you should get it blah 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 and really like all you need is a face wash, a toner, um, yeah. a moisturizer, retinols, great, you Keeping know, vitamin simple, right, C. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's not so complex, right? But other than that, none of that is going to stop the cystic acne from coming out unless you treat the diet and lifestyle aspects that are causing the oil to be extra like viscous, you know, on your skin and like create this cystic acne. Yes. All right. So uh, we're going to move on to supplements, right? Yes. All right, cool. Before we move on to supplements, we just want to mention that this episode is brought to you by Theralogic's Ovacetol. 
So as many of you know, Ovacetol is one of our favorite supplements for PCOS and insulin resistance. It can help get down to the root cause of insulin resistance, as well as help improve the symptoms of irregular periods, ovulation, egg quality, and so much more. So if you're interested in ordering Ovacetol, we have a link in the episode description. And if you use our PRC code 292660, you'll be able to receive 15% off your order. And this episode is also brought to you by PureSpectrumCBD.com. By the way, sisters, do you like these natural ad reads instead of just, you know, putting them? We just thought we should just like naturally talk about the ads instead of just like, Mm -hmm. you know, playing something. So uh, yeah, so continuing from there, uh, this episode is also brought to you by PureSpectrumCBD.com. You guys know how much we love CBD and its benefits on sleep, anxiety, and uh, it can actually help with improving acne. That's right. Uh, Pure Spectrum CBD actually has a moisturizing cream that that uh, is meant for the face. So it's a great product. And if you're interested in ordering CBD, you can go to PureSpectrumCBD.com and use the discount code the sisterhood the sisterhood one word and get 10 percent off your order Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about inflammation and insulin levels and how that affects our acne as well in this podcast yes all right so with that out the way let's go into supplements supplementes well c-duck's favorite he has done so much research on this omega-3 supplements oh my god (laughs) i freaking love fish oil start this you can go ahead i'm gonna bring the bottle so i can kind of just say the ones i like okay okay So a lot of junk foods have processed oils like high in omega-6, okay? And this is more inflammatory. So when we consume that type of diet, it creates an imbalance between the ratio of omega-3 and omega-6. And that's what leads to a lot of inflammation. And high levels of omega-6 makes our sebum, the oil, more sticky and viscous, which causes more breakouts. So we want to make sure that the ratio between omega-3 and omega-6 is correct. And there isn't a lot, a lot more of omega-6, which comes from the junk food in our diet. Uh, Women with PCOS, we have a hard time converting omega-3 to the more important and uh, potent EPA and DHA. So we're not getting the benefits of omega-3 because we're having trouble converting it to EPA and DHA. And this is why taking supplements like fish oil that has like EPA, DHA in it, this can be really helpful for us. And also zinc, which also helps with converting omega-3 to EPA and DHA. So if we want to get the full benefits of omega-3, sometimes we have to take supplements or eat um, foods high in zinc to help with the conversion or, you know, consult your doctor about taking a zinc supplement. Zinc is really important. I, I love having pumpkin seeds because I found out that they have zinc and magnesium and all these great minerals in them for PCOS. So I sprinkle them on everything now. Sidak, would you like to tell us about your omega-3 journey? Yes. I mean, I've been taking omega-3 for like maybe the last seven, eight years And like throughout the years, I've done so much research on it to the point where like I've switched brands. I've done like research into the into like the quality of different brands and things like that. Um, I will say one that Theralogix has a great omega-3. It's called Theromega. If you go to their website, you find Theromega. If you use our PRC code 292-660, you'll get you'll be able to get 15 percent off. But 
two other brands that I've also used in the past. One of them is called Pro Omega 2000, and you can find this on Amazon, Pro Omega 2000. It's by Nordic Naturals. Very uh, high intensity, potent um, form of the EPA and the DHA. Highly recommend that brand. And then the other brand that I really like is also by Nordic Naturals. And that one is called Omega-3 Phospholipids. And that's basically um, like an alternative to krill. And it's like it uses like raw extract and things like that. So it has a more potent versions of the um, EPA and DHA. So what I do is I basically... Some days I take the Pro Omega and the Omega-3 phospholipids together. Some days I take the Thera Omega, kind of switch it up just so like my body doesn't get used to the same fish oil every single day because I take it every day. Mm -hmm. So I like, I change it up between those three just so like my body's, you know. That's so crazy. You are so, so into this. I'm basically, because it's like, it has so much benefit for inflammation, yeah. for cognitive function, you know, like it, it's been shown. Preventative to, health. Yeah, preventative health. I'm trying to lift 140. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I'm trying to get to the three digits and trying to outlive everybody. That's my point. <laughs> All right. Next so, one, zinc, next right? One. Yeah, I pretty much talked about zinc. It helps with uh, making omega-3 more bioavailable for us. Mm -hmm. And again, the pumpkin seeds, also animal proteins have a lot of zinc in them. Yeah. Um, and zinc also helps to inhibit the conversion of testosterone to DHT, which is the more potent form of testosterone. And when that's high, it can trigger a lot of oil production and acne. So zinc is also important. And also vitamin A, which brings down inflammation um, because vitamin A is a key nutrient in supporting your intestinal barrier. Ooh, and like, a lot of the acne comes from intestinal and gut issues. Yeah, like when you eat gluten, right? And the right. intestinal permeability, the leaky gut happening. So mm -hmm. that can help with that. Yeah. Nice. But you don't want to take just any old vitamin A supplement. You probably want to eat foods high in vitamin A yeah. instead um, because you can easily develop a toxicity if you take high doses but with that being said i'm sure many of you are thinking of accutane which is a drug that's commonly prescribed for women who have or people who have acne um and dermatologists kind of like see this as like the magic pill like the solution here mm -hmm. it's very strong it's you know it's actually a chemotherapeutic agent what what does that mean? um you know it's I'm not sure, but it has something to do with cancer. I want to Google it. Google it while I talk about it. I just want to give a little warning for women with PCOS who are offered Accutane. The success rate for us is much lower than for others. Only about one in three of us have a long-term benefit from it. Uh, some of us see short-term improvements and then the, you know, a little bit later, the acne comes back or maybe a few years later, it comes back with a vengeance because you're really not treating the root of the issue. And it is, again, a temporary fix, like many things, mm -hmm. many prom false promises about acne yeah. treatments. So a chemotherapeutic agent, also referred to as anti-neoplastic agents, are used to directly or indirectly inhibit the uncontrolled growth and proliferation of cancer cells. Right. Oh, okay. So they're basically meant to sh shut down the growth of cancer cells. That's what they were originally created for, uh -huh. Accutane, and now it's for acne. It's helping with acne, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, like, how those two relate. I mm -hmm. mean, 
guess, it's very strong, and yeah, there's so we, many side effects. Yeah, and if it can help with if it, if it's supposed to be for cancer, then it's it's probably really strong. So I mean I don't know maybe yeah. perhaps it works for some people, but for some they see side effects. Like mm-hmm. I don't, that depends on the person. Um, it you know we're also offered spironolactone, another mm-hmm. drug. Many of you are probably aware of. I was offered it as well, and it blocks the action of testosterone on our skin, especially if the skin receptors are very sensitive to mm-hmm. androgens like testosterone. You know this can be really helpful in temporarily fixing. The issue and helping with the struggle of acne while you're figuring out the diet and lifestyle and the gut issues yeah. that are mm-hmm. under underlying it. I mm-hmm. didn't try it myself, but um, I do think that acne can be so debilitating that like if you know if you want to take spironolactone, of course that's a great option for you. If your doctor recommends it, you know think about it, make the informed decision, but also have an exit plan because you don't want to take it forever. You want to figure out what's happening underneath. And then also we're offered antibiotics. Oh. And I was reading PCOS SOS by Dr. Felix Gersh. Yes. My fave book. She talks about how she's against antibiotics for treating acne. And they rarely work for PCOS patients from a long-term point of view. And in fact, they're harmful for our gut microbiome because... Um, you know, the right bacteria is going to reduce inflammation and acne and it, and taking the antibiotic can harm and kill off the good and the bad bacteria at the same time. So you really want to think about what decision you're going to make if you're going to make a decision, a medical CDX <laughs> distracting with this Instagram video. I was just recording a story. I was <laughs> making the podcast. I mean, so you can make any decision you want about your acne. You can take medication you can do cosmetic things or you can change your lifestyle and or so you can do them all at the same time so whatever you decide i preferred the lifestyle changes of course it took longer the struggle was real for much longer of course if i had taken spironolactone or something maybe would have fixed it sooner and i would have been glowing faster but i really wanted to figure out the diet and lifestyle changes so at the time like i stuck to that for a while And I mean, it took a while, like it takes, it's a slow process, takes like six months to see significant improvement. Yeah. That's a long time. That's the thing that makes it hard because six months is a long time and it feels even longer when it's day by day, step by step, you know, you want to see changes immediately or suddenly, but just like with a lot of, you know, diet and lifestyle changes, it just takes time. Yeah. But once you see the changes, then you know it's happening. Then you know it's improving. So it's just continuing, continuing. It's like that ball rolling down a hill. It starts rolling. As it keeps rolling, it goes faster and faster and faster. So that can be the same thing with your improvement. You start improving, it gets faster and faster and bigger and bigger improvements. That is the darned truth. And I can tell that because when I have dairy, it causes acne and it lasts a long time. Mm -hmm. So I imagine it also takes a long time to reduce that inflammation. It's not like you ate, you know, gluten and dairy free one day and the next day your skin is perfect. No, mm-hmm. like it, it'll take the month to yeah. clear it all up. Yeah. And at one point, I'm such a fool. At one point before we got married, I started eating dairy again. I, I was like, oh, a, like a slice of cheese, like I'll be fine. And this was like way before we got married. My acne was so out of control and I was in denial. I was like, no, 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 it can't be. It's just one slice of cheese, like yeah. every once in a while, not even yeah. every day. And you still make this mistake. You'll, you'll be do. like, we'll be at a party 
and you don't have like, you never have gluten or dairy and then all of a sudden yeah at a party you're like oh i'll just have but the brie i'll, I'll get a just... corn tortilla chip and i'll just get a little sliver of brie or i'll get a little sliver of this uh-huh. the other day we had guac at a party and you didn't know that the guac had dairy in it yeah. which how could you know i didn't know I that i didn't know by the way, scissors, some guac, I mean, it depends on put- how the quality. They actually add yogurt to mm-hmm. it to, to give it that more of the full effect or the whip effect. To, yeah, the whipped effect yeah. and to give it volume. So be careful price. and make sure the guac doesn't have like the dairy in it. So Talian didn't know. So she had like a couple of bites and then a realized. A couple of bites? I had a, I had a serving. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. So yeah, she did it. She did that and she had no idea and then later found out and then. Had like yeah. a little bit of acne under her a jawline. A little bit. Yeah. I've had like three cystic acnes on my jawline all week. Yeah. Because I had a slice of brie. Yeah. One little slice, not even the whole slice. Mm-hmm. And that guac with the dairy in it. Mm-hmm. And a smackerel of frosting smackerel. from the cake. Okay. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> all throughout quarantine, I wasn't tempted by anything. Yeah. And now we're I mean, going to parties. Really everybody's birthday. I'm not really tempted. Yeah. Like if I see cake, I'm not interested. Or yeah. if I see gluten dairy, I'm really not interested. But we were sitting at a table that had just like this whole cheese platter. Yeah. And I was sitting there for like two hours. Finally, I just had a little sliver of... I mean, if you look at Brie long enough, like how do you hold <laughs> yourself back? <laughs> so uh, I, I guess the lesson here is with the journey of improving your acne, it's step step it's a, yeah. a step-by-step journey but there's gonna be days where it can feel like there's a setback you know maybe you had yeah. something by accident like in Talian's case or maybe um just something went off like something with lifestyle stress what, what have you and maybe you wake up and there's a, a bit of the acne is back it doesn't mean that all the progress and changes you made were to nothing it's just a little it's step life. back yeah that you're gonna you're gonna forget and you're gonna go past it and you're gonna even do better and better so any setback sisters just make sure just in your mind it's a little step back that you're gonna you know um improve yeah forget that's basically the way to look at it i also got a laser facial to help reduce the inflammation afterwards um i was already planning on like restarting my laser facials but i went to skin laundry here in newport beach Mm -hmm. they have a few locations um you can also get laser facials at your dermatologist's office uh Dr. Phyllis Gersh has the Saluma laser, blue Mm. light laser at her office. It's a great way to reduce inflammation and get like a healthy glow back and help your uh, skin heal. Yeah. So we're kind of getting into the part where we're going to talk about treating PCOS acne, right? Yes. So I think we should just kind of highlight what you just said, Mm -hmm. the laser. So can you kind of explain that to listeners, Talia, and like what that is and how that can help with acne? Yeah. So the one that I do is the YAG laser at Skin Laundry. How do you spell that? Y-A-G. Okay. And basically... YAG. YAG. It basically (laughs) reduces the inflammation, kills off the bacteria, and it doesn't hurt. It takes 10 minutes. Beep, 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 beep. Why don't you tell the story you told me about how you because you told me before you met me you had really bad acne yes and you did it and people were like shocked to see me or something right before i met you i was gluten and dairy free but still figuring out the consistency of it all yeah you know and my skin was absolutely breaking i was very stressed about school my internship blah 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 and all of these things as we're going to talk about you know in a second affect your acne Mm -hmm. Um, and I was doing crazy workouts before I met you too. That was affecting my acne. So basically, I 
was going to uh, skin laundry. I was getting laser facials and it cleared my skin so much in addition to going gluten and dairy free. It's incredible. It just goes to show, like I said, you have to find an approach that works for you. Um, you can do medical treatments. You can do, uh, what's it called? Cosmetic treatments like lasers. Mm -hmm. You can do lifestyle treatments and find the combination that makes you happy, that works for your body. But the first thing for sure is diet and lifestyle because you're really just wasting your money if you're not going to change that. Yeah. You're wasting your money on all the cosmetic solutions. You're wasting energy taking drugs, you know, like spironolactone, Accutane, whatever, yeah. if you don't really target yeah. your diet. And then talking about diet, you know, it's kind of, it's very unfortunate, but the standard American diet, you know, the standard American diet, that's what it's called in, uh, in America. Unfortunately, that literally stands for sad. <laughs> but many of you know, it's kind of terrible the way it's been set up for, you know, for Americans, but it's basically composed of a lot of sugar, a lot of processed foods and things like yeah. that, which can be a deterrent when you're trying to reverse acne. Um, mm -hmm. Also, another uh, factor to think about is alcohol. Mm -hmm. So not trying to scare anyone into saying you can't drink alcohol or anything like that. This is just for awareness so that you know the alcohol's impact. Uh, basically, if you're trying to heal your gut and fix your skin, alcohol is something to, to limit for a period of time when you're trying to do that. It's because when you're trying to go, when you're going through the healing process, there has to be a little sacrifice with alcohol in order to really help the gut and heal the skin. You want to kind of clarify this to time? Yeah, it can be inflammatory, especially on your liver. Your liver is supposed to detox hormones and it's not going to be able to do that if it's sluggish because of alcohol or because of high sugar in your diet or processed foods like Cirac said, all of these things can at the end of the day hit your liver and your liver is what needs to be strong and healthy to detox the hormones that yeah. are gathering around your hair follicle and your oil gland and produce overproducing oil and so on yeah and of so. course a an a anti-inflammatory diet so time was talking about you know you don't want to impact your inflammation and things like that well an anti-inflammatory diet where you know you guys know we recommend gluten for example is gluten can be a big factor on inflammation as well as dairy you know dairy increases levels of igf1 which then increases testosterone so dairy increases igf1 which then increases testosterone which then increases acne. So when you're having dairy, it's basically continuing that cycle. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, uh, wheat, gluten, it's causing that inflammation, uh, recreating that cycle. And then similarly with sugars, sweeteners, you know, alcohol, things like that. Yeah, exactly. So it sounds like it's not a lot of fun. Yeah. But, but it's worth the sacrifice. Yeah. And there's no diet or process which is perfect for all PCOS women. Mm. So like, please feel free to do ex some experimentation on your body to discover wh what works for you. The term here, the best term here is investigate. Keep investigating your body. You know, uh, you're all unique in in your immune systems, your toxic load, your genetics. Um, but the unifying theme, the really important theme here is to lower inflammation, finding a diet to help reduce inflammation. If that's gluten and dairy-free for you, amazing. If it's something else, just as amazing. You know, just mm -hmm. finding what's right for you. And with all the supplement and the recommendations we made too, it's very important, you know, like with the vitamin A, with the zinc, 
speak with your doctor, get your levels checked, make sure that you're low on vitamin yeah. A or if you're low on zinc or or any of the other suggestions because you, you don't want to take anything that's extra. It's only going to cost you extra money. So it's all about and keep investigating, get a blood test, see what you're low in, see what areas actually need to be improved instead of just throwing everything at the wall. True. Also sticking to the diet change for long enough to see a difference. Like, again, it's oh, not yeah. one week. It's like 30 like days minimum, 30 right? days minimum. Yeah. Three In months. In some cases, longer. For like sure, yeah. Three months is usually the best, mm -hmm. but 30 days minimum for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. And, and also reducing stress and yes. getting more sleep. Um, like I said, I was in college and I was very stressed out in grad school, especially and driving in traffic and all of these things. And it was, I for sure had high cortisol before I met Sirak. I mean, it was probably through the roof and that was definitely affecting my acne. Yeah. So, and yeah. meditation was not part of my life at the time. Massages, no, like yeah. who I has mean, the time? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the high stress, it can just cause the increase increased output of cortisol and that's just going to cause more acne mm -hmm. so stress big factor huge huge and then sleep so for sure was not getting enough sleep because yeah. i was in school driving in traffic going to work blah 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 you want I mean, to get like eight hours how do you do that with all the studying and stuff yeah and it's not easy it's actually really important too it's a critical element related to inflammation just one night of sleep deprivation results in elevated markers of inflammation. So, scissors, try to get seven to eight hours of sleep nightly if you can. Yeah. So in summary, as you have seen, there is no magic pill or bullet for the treatment of PCOS acne. We want to focus on reducing the inflammation, the androgen levels like testosterone and DHEA, while also healing our gut. And then finally, the fire in our skin will calm down and our acne will fade away. So just hang in there, sisters. I know how hard it can be. Yeah. Consistency is key and patience. And it does take a bit of time. Yeah. And if you're wondering what has worked for other sisters, well, mm -hmm. we actually asked you sisters on Instagram. So on Instagram, uh, we asked a, a poll. If, by the way, if you don't follow us on Instagram, we're at PCOS.WeightLoss. And we have daily PCOS tips and so much more information there. But we asked a question. The question was, what has helped clear your cystic acne? And these were the responses. Giotti says, a lot of water and yoga. Yes. That's good. Sounds like That's really good, cortisol yeah. lowering. Yeah. Water mm -hmm. is great for reducing inflammation, helping to basically, you know, Hydrate your skin. Hydrate your body. Hydrate your skin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next one is Redhead in America. <laughs> Great name. She says, Cerave foam, uh, Foaming Cream Cleanser. Oh, Cerave. C-E-R-A-V-E. I've heard of that brand. Isn't that like a, yeah. uh, like a natural? Cerave. Cerave, yeah. yeah it's like yeah. a natural one, right? <laughs> yeah. I've, I think I've used their soaps whenever I get tattoos because mm -hmm. it's like antibacterial, which is what you're supposed to use for mm -hmm. tattoos. Um, C. Previtt says, going dairy-free. Yes. There's been so much research showing the impact of dairy on cystic acne. We talked about that, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. T.R. Munoz says, I went to the dermatologist because I stopped gluten and dairy, but it didn't work for me. So I wanted to mention this one because it doesn't end at going gluten and dairy-free. Mm -hmm. Like your gut bacteria, your stress levels, like we said, 
they can all have an impact on your acne. And until you figure that out, it might be frustrating. So you might want to go to a dermatologist and start, you know, Spiraloctor or whatever they suggest temporarily while you figure out what the heck is going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, RxBM says reducing sugar intake. Absolutely. Sugar can have mm-hmm. a big impact. We talked about it. Yes. Kalia Wells says lots of water and clean eating, no dairy, gluten, or alcohol. Amazing. All the suggestions that we talked about, water, dairy, gluten, alcohol. Amazing. I want to reiterate, dairy can trigger, you know, high androgen levels and because of the high insulin that it triggers. And that can have a major impact on our acne. That's why I was telling you, like, cheese, just one slice can really just take me (laughs) to hell. (laughs) All right. And then um, Danielle said, uh, Danielle, uh, I'm not going to say her full name because I think it's like her real name. But Danielle Mars is what I will say. She says getting off the pill. Yeah. I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of people would say. Sometimes the pill can help. Sometimes yeah. it makes it worse. Yeah. And then lastly, Laura, Laura G. She says medication like sp- spironolactone because even after cutting dairy, it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See? Yeah. Like you were talking about. Everyone right? has a different, you know, treatment to it. Everyone needs a different like therapeutic treatment. Yeah. All right. So that was, those are all the DMs. And before we move on to the last segment, which is the wins of the week, I am going to play a uh, voicemail from our hotline. So for those that don't know, we actually have a hotline that you can call, leave a message, leave a voicemail or a text message, and you can leave your question or a testimonial of how we've helped you. And we love to play them on this podcast. So today's question comes from fellow sister. Here we go. Hi, I'm Nuna. Um, I wanted to know if there are any fertility supplements that you guys recommend. It would be really helpful because I really trust your um, judgment. So thank you. Great question, sister. Yeah. So when it comes to prenatals, you don't want to take just any prenatal because sometimes uh, they're not specific to what stage of pregnancy you're in and they're very broad. So yeah, like some companies will make prenatals that are for when you're trying to get pregnant, uh but also for someone who is pregnant. So you're basically paying for all these unnecessary vitamins and things when you're you're trying to get pregnant with a prenatal. Exactly. Like DHA. Like you don't need that until you are pregnant. So you want to take a supplement before you're pregnant that doesn't have DHA, but has 2000 IUs of vitamin D and it's just designed for women who are trying to conceive. That's right. And we, re- we really like Theralogix's prenatal supplements. As you guys know, like Theralogix makes uh, Ovacetol, but uh, not just that. Theralogix is run by a medical uh, board of doctors, and they also even have a medical advisory board that approves all their supplements. So that's one of the reasons why we love them. Mm-hmm. Very big uh, on quality and making sure it's like reputable supplements approved by doctors. So Theralogix has a couple of um, prenatals. The, one of them is called Theranatal Core. So this is for women who are trying to get pregnant. It has an active form of folic acid, which is folate. It has no DHA. Um, it has reduced iron content. It has uh, 2,000 IUs of vitamin D and really good stuff. And then they also have a um, prenatal called Theranatal Ovovite. That's for women who are over 35. Mm-hmm. So if you're over the age of 35, it basically has um, something called NeoQ10, which improves the ovarian response to the embryo quality um, in women with 
uh, decreased ovarian reserve. So it's basically for women over the age of 35 to basically help with the egg quality because when you're a bit older, that can be uh, the egg quality. Compromised. Yeah, it can be mm-hmm. compromised. So, And then, of course, they also have a prenatal for women who are already pregnant. That one's called Theranatal 1. So again, that has all the components necessary for basically a multi prenatal multivitamin when you're pregnant and has also uh, more of the vitamin D. So as you can tell, they kind of um, design design it, it for specific. your specific needs. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And we'll put that information in the uh, uh, podcast episode description too if you are looking for prenatals. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the PRC code, the 15% off will also apply to any of these prenatals, to basically anything from Theralogix. If you use our PRC code 292-660, you get 15% off. All right, so now let's move on to the wins of the week. So these are sisters who are managing their PCOS symptoms, uh, losing weight, basically thriving with PCOS. Our first uh, PCOS win of the week is from Instagram. Her name is Madison and my two. And she says, after cutting out dairy and gluten, my skin has significantly improved. Just a few cysts still sitting under the skin on my jaw and neck, but visually my skin has smoothed out majorly. Amazing, sister. So just cutting gluten, dairy-free, major improvements. And, you know, incorporating some of the other suggestions may still uh, may help get rid of the other uh, remaining cysts. Acne. Mm -hmm. But acne. But great progress, sister. Yes. I like how she says just a few cysts sitting under the skin. It just it shows that dairy has helped reduce her her acne significantly, but it does take time. And that little bit of um, cyst that's like left underneath her skin, she's noticing, but she's still being patient with that. So yeah. I wanted to point that out. Yeah, awesome. Our next win, Alyssa Duran says, celebrating my birthday with some gluten-free, dairy-free, and sugar-free cake my boss made. And she posted this in The Sisterhood. Oh my God, it looks so good. Yeah, fresh berries from our garden. So excited to be newly a part of The Sisterhood with the guidance, support, and thorough explanations, making this all the more better to understand as to how to reach my goals. I've had PCOS since I was 15 years old, so 12 years now, and this is the first time I've had substantial and consistent results. Check out my three weeks progress of going 100% gluten-free, dairy-free, and sugar-free. No one, no one bad meal or bland meal. Also, celebrating that I got my period, been taking Avastol for three weeks as well, and boom, my period came yesterday. Wow. I'm down 12 pounds and two pant sizes, celebrating a lot today. Amazing. Great job, Alyssa. Yes. I love everything she said in this message. Look at this. She even posted pictures of this beautiful dessert and yeah. her before and after photos. Yeah, and like I just love how she's... Celebrating her birthday, enjoying her cake to the fullest. Mm-hmm. Even when it's gluten dairy free, sugar free, yes. it just can still show. All that stuff is so still so enjoyable. Fresh berries from her garden, mm-hmm. and you know, it's also like very inspirational for a lot of sisters who maybe have been diagnosed just like Alyssa at the age of fifteen. You know, for her that was yeah. twelve years ago, and um, after so many years of not, you know, seeing progress or not seeing yeah. the changes she wants, she still found a method you know, that really helped her. So for anyone, if you were diagnosed 10 years ago, five years ago, or even a year ago, or even this year, this is great inspiration that you two can, you know. It's never too late. Yeah, You can always address it. And it just goes to show how little information there was 12 years ago, you know. There was probably nothing out there. Nobody was screaming gluten and dairy free from the rooftops. But now, 
here we are. <laughs> yeah. Amazing, Alyssa. Super happy for you. Yes. And if you're interested in, in joining the sisterhood where this message was posted, it's always available to you at PCOSWeightLoss.org. You know, we always talk about it. This is our membership program where we help you, one, discover your PCOS type, help you go gluten and dairy-free, help you discover your carb tolerance, and help you learn how to work out for PCOS all done in a very fun way where you're going through stages one through five, earning points along the way and getting rewards to basically celebrate your progress. We have workout programs. We have recipes that are all gluten dairy free for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We're adding vegetarian recipes as well. So not to mention we have our Facebook group and two live calls a month. So mm -hmm. really fun place, supportive place. If that's what learn. you're... Yeah, yeah, what you learn. So that's what you're, if that's what you're looking for, the sisterhood is a great place. You can find us at PCOSWeightLoss.org. And I think that's pretty much the end of yes. the episode. I mean, Talin, first date five years ago, pretty good so far. I pretty think. good Pretty so good far. five years, I would pretty say. Pretty good five years, full of love and for happy those, memories. Yeah, for those wondering... How, did we kiss on the first date? Did oh, we? yeah, we oh, did. Yeah. Not only did we kiss, we made out. That's right. <laughs> we made out. First base, baby. <laughs> is that what it's called? Yeah, it is first base. <laughs> okay. Don't say the wrong thing here. <laughs> it's actually funny how long that first date was. It was like a five, six-hour date. Yeah. We just couldn't get enough of each other. I know. We went from the restaurant to cool. this other place next to the restaurant. Yeah, and then a walk and, and this walk. and that. I mean, I don't know. Anywho. Do you remember my my pickup line? I do. Line? Do we really want to? Before we go, okay, this is the cheesiest pickup line of all time. But basically, uh, it was like getting late and I was like, okay, I got to go in for the kiss or else like... It's too late. It's too late. So <laughs> I was drinking like this jalapeno, like alcoholic drink, you know, like those drinks where they add spices to it. I hate them, by the way, but I accidentally got one. So I'm drinking it and like it tingles your lips, right? Because it's spicy. So I go to Thai and I'm like... Oh, you should... Um, my lips are tingling. My lips are tingling. You should feel it or something or like something that. like that. <laughs> then I kissed her. Swooped in for the kiss. The worst pickup line of all time. But you know. It was cute. It got the job done. We remembered it five years later. Yeah. So it just goes to show. <laughs> all right, sisters. Well, thank you so much for listening today about this episode about acne. We'll be back next week with another great episode for you. But until then... Find us on <laughs> find us on Instagram uh, for daily PCOS tips. And yeah, that's it. Talk to you soon, sisters. Bye-bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.